Hey, this is Greg McAfee, and welcome to The Greg McAfee Show. Now let's get started. And welcome back to The Greg McAfee Show, where we discuss steps to successful entrepreneurship, how to take your business to new heights, and ultimately follow your dreams. Today, we're going to be talking about gratitude and just what does gratitude do to help you be more successful? This is very interesting, folks, because gratitude has a lot to do with our happiness, uh, with our health, and with our success. So let's dive in. Most of us think of gratitude as something that comes after a big win or a big job done Um, or even receiving a big gift. But it's so much more than that. We live mostly, unfortunately, we live mostly in a world of self-centeredness. And it's an all-about-me world. One theory says the more we improve economically, there tends to be a rise in individualism. Another theory says that social media, which I've talked about several times, even though it keeps us connected, it may lead to self-centeredness as we strive to make our presence known. Much of social media is all about me. Look at me. I mean, it's called Facebook for a reason. It's your face, okay? And... uh, Look at me. Look what I can do. Look how much I make. Look at what I have done. And it goes on and on and on. And remember what we talked about a week or two ago. Social media is just a highlight of a life. People take the best part of their lives and they post it. And it makes it look like their life is perfect. But it's not. It's like every other life. It has many problems. It has many challenges, some more than others. They say that the baby boomer generation actually helped start the me generation, and it become it has become worse and worse over the years. Now, we've become more and more preoccupied with ourselves, that's for sure. You know, do your own thing and just do it. I did it my way. I'm living the dream. Most of the time, that's the made up. But we shouldn't be surprised because the success manual for life is the Bible. And it tells us to expect this to happen in the last days. In 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 2, in the last days, it's going to be very difficult to be a Christian. For people will love only themselves and their money. Now, folks, that's pretty clear. We, we were given the Bible for a reason. The Bible's 100% full of truths. It's anointed by God. It's still the best-selling book in the world. And it says in the last days, it's going to be very difficult to be a Christian. Because most people will love only themselves and their money. Wow. Now, 
Let's also talk just a little bit about, I'm not an expert in this at all. I know enough about it. Um, there, there's someone in my family that has a, a terrible personality disorder. Um, narcissism is an epidemic in our country. All too many people seem to only be interested these days is their goals and their dreams and their desires and their fulfillment and their happiness and their career. And I'll tell you folks, as a business owner, it blows my mind. It blows my mind how bad this is. Because I've had people who basically say, I don't want to do that. Now I'll tell you, this, this, if this happened 20 years ago or 30 years ago, I don't recall. I just don't think it did. But today, we've had this happen several times where some employee says, I don't want to do that, or I don't want to work overtime, or I've got to be home with my family more when they only work 30 hours a week. I can't comprehend that. 59 years old, I've been in business now 33 years. If that's not narcissism, if that's not an all about me mentality, I don't know what is. And it's really hard to deal with because you know what happens? They get their little feelings hurt. They get their little panties in a wad. And one day they just don't come in. And then they block everyone's number so they can't text them even though they still have company property that they owe, right? Most of you listening to this who are business owners know exactly what I mean. And it's sad. It's sad that this has gotten that far, especially when I just had a company meeting and said, if you're not happy here, just be a big boy, be a big girl, put your two week notice in and go somewhere where you're happy. But no, it's gotta be, I quit. They don't even say I quit. They just don't show up. They're weak. It's a very weak, it's a very weak disease. Narcissism. Everything is evaluated by the question, what's in it for me? How's it going to help me? What's it going to do? Does it make me feel good? Does it make me feel happy? Whew, folks. It's a terrible disease. I'm calling it a disease. It's a terrible disease. Because let me tell you something, folks. It's not all about you. It's not all about me. There's much more to this life than just me. Okay? And we're going to get into some really good positive stuff. But I wanted to show you some of the negativity and the negative side of life today that just unless we get serious about stopping this, it's just going to get worse. You say, Greg, how are we going to get serious about stopping this? Well, it starts with you. And if you have kids, it starts with you as a parent. And then it, they have kids, it starts with them. But it starts with you. It starts at the top and trickles down. One person said we should be very aware of TV commercials, like the Twix ad that says, two for me, none for you or the Reebok ad that admonishes men to cheat on their girlfriend or wife, not their workout. There's a plastic surger, uh, surgeon that, that encourages people to reduce certain body parts, enlarge other parts, because you're worth it. 
And that's all that matters. All that matters is me. It's all about me, right? No, it's not. It's not all about me. It's not all about me at all. It's actually about everyone else. Because Proverbs 28.25 says this. It says, selfishness causes trouble. Pretty clear, folks. Proverbs 28.25, selfishness causes trouble. And Rick Warren, a favorite or a very famous pastor, uh, says this. Um, we are to live with an attitude of gratitude and a spirit of appreciation. And then Jesus, which is a lot more important than anything else that can be said or anyone else who can say it. Jesus said this, if any of you want to be my follower, you must give up your own way. In other words, you must deny yourself. Jesus is saying, it's not about you. If you want to follow me, Jesus said, it's not about you. Take up your cross daily and follow me. That means daily. In other words, we must make it a daily habit. Every once in a while does not cut it. And being selfish as we are, we'll give Jesus a little bit of this, but then we'll do what we want to do. You know, after all, we don't need to go to church to be a Christian. We don't need to do this to be a Christian. And we can still do that and be a Christian, right? I've heard all that kind of stuff. So... What does it mean to really deny yourself? I really dove into this, and it's very interesting to me because if we live in an all-about-me society, maybe we should hear a little bit about... <laughs> I get passionate about this, folks. Maybe we should hear a little bit about what does it mean to deny myself, which nobody wants to do today, or very few people. Okay, so what does it mean to deny yourself Here's a few practical answers. When you can see other people reach their goals that you have failed to reach, and you see them receive awards and accolades and recognition that you'd like to have without being envious, without being jealous, then that's denying yourself. When you see other people's needs being met while your needs are not being met, and you don't question God or fail to be grateful for what you have, that's denying yourself. When you choose to serve your spouse or children and put their needs ahead of yours, that's denying yourself. When you choose, or rather, when you share your faith at work or school, knowing that you may be insulted, knowing that someone may not watch your podcast, that's denying yourself. When you don't speak or seek praise or constantly look for compliments and approval from other people. Remember, we talked about that. If you're constantly seeking approval from someone else, you're going to be disappointed because you're not going to be able to get their approval for everything. So don't worry about getting their approval. Okay. Um, when you can live without constantly being recognized, 
and applauded, that's denying yourself. When you draw out the other person in conversation rather than telling your stories and opinions, that's denying yourself. When you tell the truth, even at the risk of personal expense, that's denying yourself. When you pay your fair share of taxes while many others are cheating the system or many others are receiving government money that you pay taxes into, that's denying yourself. You don't complain about it, okay? What I what I mean by that is when you fair your, pay your fair share of taxes that many others are cheating and you don't complain about it, that's denying yourself. When you accept criticism willingly and learn from it with a teachable attitude and you don't get an attitude yourself, that's denying yourself. When you can be content with less than the best of every circumstance without griping or complaining when you can accept interruptions that God places in your schedule on purpose for a reason and you patiently endure, that's denying yourself. When people break their promises and they let you down and they refuse and then you refuse to become bitter, when you are misjudged unfairly and your motives are questioned, and you don't retaliate, that's denying yourself. When people talk about you and bash you and even hate you and you don't let it bother you, that's denying yourself. And lastly, when you are content to let God settle the score and not get even, that's denying yourself. Okay? That's some good stuff, folks because you don't hear much of that today. And remember, the Greg McAfee Show is called the clean version. We're not afraid to talk about God. We're not afraid to talk about Jesus. We're not afraid to quote scripture. And we take the high road with our language. That's just what we do here. And that's not for everyone. I don't know. There's there's a misconception of someone's got to use God's name and vain and drop a hundred F-bombs in a show for it to be successful. And if that's what success means today, I'd rather not be. Okay. All right. But getting on, getting back on track of the positive aspects of gratitude is it will make us more successful. I'm going to tell you how, and it will make us live a happier life. I'm going to show you how. Okay. So, Number one, gratitude helps block negative emotions. When you're constantly grateful about everything you have, and I'm going to tell you something, folks. I was challenged to do this one time, and it blew my mind, and I do it on a regular basis, not every day or anything like that, but I do it on a regular basis. And I start with the top of my head, and I go down, and I thank God for each part, each thing I have, from my eyebrows to my eyelashes to my eyes to my nose to my ears to my mouth to the skin I have all you know all the way down my hands that work my arms that work I am grateful to have what I have I am grateful and gratitude helps block negative emotions that can build up throughout your day So the more grateful you are, 
the less negativity can come in. And, you know, such as envy, such as regret, such as resentment, such as constantly wanting something. And these emotions can destroy our happiness and bring us down. Gratitude can prevent these things from happening. Now, let me tell you something, folks. You go back to the social media and you're watching all these guys bragging about being millionaires, bragging about having these kind of cars, bragging about having these kind of houses and doing it in such a quick time. Nothing wrong with any of that. But don't let it cause you to stumble. Don't let it cause you to have negative emotions because there's a lot of half-truths in that, okay? There's a lot of half-truths in that. You don't know the whole story. You're only seeing the highlights. Don't let it get you down. Keep moving forward. Number two, gratitude attracts what we want. This is pretty cool. Gratitude attracts what we want. When we are aware of our blessings and not always seeing the negative in our life, we can focus more clearly on what we want in life and then we attract those things in our life. Now that's good stuff. Number three, what does gratitude do for us? Number three, gratitude improves relationships. When you were little, and let's just pretend your uh, aunt or uncle uh, gave you something or took you somewhere, um, your parents would say something like this, or I hope they would. They would say something like, don't forget to say thank you. Or what do you say to Uncle Gary? Thank you. Good. Okay. Be grateful for people as hopefully you were taught to do and your appreciation for them will impact that relationship that you have with them. When you're grateful to people and you show gratefulness, it impacts that relationship. It improves that relationship. And they basically are attracted to you. They like you more. You know, I mean, I say, I say sometimes I just fell in like with that person. There's something about that person I just like. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, um, does your appreciations for people impact the relationship? You bet it does. All right, number four, gratitude reduces negativity and a big one, folks, depression. Gratitude reduces depression. And we all get down sometimes. We, we all, if you're, uh, if you're honest and you're human and you have a heartbeat, we all get down sometimes. Some more than others, some have reasons for their downness, and some, it actually leads to depression. But I'm going to tell you something. When, you're, when you have gratitude, it reduces your negativity and depression. It's one of the fastest ways to improve your mood or outlook is to count your blessings. And again, thank God for everything you have. From, from the house you live in, to the car you drive, to the business you have, to the people you have in the business, to the customers you have in the business. Gratitude. 
is the fastest way to improve your mood. It's also gratitude's commonly known as a positive emotion. And studies have shown that showing gratitude can increase positive effects and feelings of happiness and a life of satisfaction. It can lower negative effect and depressive symptoms. It can lower negative effects and depressive symptoms because it shifts your thinking to positive events. Gratitude could be a very powerful shifter from a negative to a positive mindset that is easy to incorporate in your day and can be practiced by anyone at any time of any age. Okay? You can go throughout your day and be grateful and and practice it on a regular basis. You start practicing gratefulness and gratitude, it will change your life. You will be better. You will be happier. You will be more liked. You will be more successful in everything you do. And lastly, being grateful makes you a better leader. If I'm, you know, if you influence one person in your life, you're a leader. Studies have found that leaders who express appreciation are are more influential, respected, and happier. And then in a glass door survey, 81% of employees said they would work harder for a grateful boss. And best of all, positive recognition is contagious. Spread it. All right. Coming down to the last page here, folks. Showing gratitude has many benefits. More benefits than we know physically, psychologically, and social. Uh, physically, we have we uh, gratitude can can help with stronger immune systems, less bothered by aches and pains. It can lower your blood pressure. If you exercise more and take better care of your health, uh, those those that show gratitude do exercise more and take better care of their health. They sleep longer and feel more refreshed upon waking. Psychologically, they higher uh, you get higher levels of positive emotions. You're more alert, alive, and awake. You're more, you have more joy and pleasure and more optimism and happiness. Isn't that good? You see what gratitude can do? And then socially, you're more helpful. You're more generous. You give more. You're more compassionate. You care about people. You're more forgiving. You don't let things stick. You move on quickly. You're more outgoing. You feel less lonely and isolated. And the social benefits are especially significant here because after all, gratitude is a social emotion. It's a social emotion. You know, we say don't worry about what people think because you'd be surprised how seldom they think of you. However, we like to be recognized at times. And gratitude is a social um, emotion. When we have company meetings, we bring people up and we give them awards and we recognize them. 
in front of people. And we do a lot of a lot of cool things like that. And so do you. I mean, I'm sure you do. But people like that. They want to be recognized. It's a social emotion to show gratitude. And I know I like it. <laughs> and I hope you do too. So before we wrap up, if you are watching on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe below. And you can also support this podcast by rating and reviewing on iTunes. And folks, let me know how we're doing here. Send me a message. Uh, There's plenty of places there uh, to leave a message. Let me know how we're doing. And uh, keep listening because we're constantly um, talking about how to improve your life, how to improve your business, sometimes how to improve um, your relationship with God. Um, how to take the high road, how to be more successful, those types of things. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram or Facebook at The Greg McAfee Show. No spaces, no underscores. Be sure to tune in next week where we talk more about business, how to improve. Thanks for listening. And as always, carry on and have a great day.